Hi everyone, and welcome back to the final episode in this podcast series all about hypertrichosis. In today's episode, we will be taking a look at how hypertrichosis relates to the respiratory and renal systems. Um, And as always, just a quick recap. Um, So hypertrichosis is a disorder that causes a heavy growth of hair on some or all of the body. Um, It is extremely rare, and because of that, there is constant ongoing research with the hope of discovering more about its exact cause. Although hypertrichosis is considered to be a rare disorder, it has been known to frequently occur alongside the diagnosis of other disorders and complications. More specifically, I am referring to congenital hypertrichosis, meaning that the symptoms have occurred since birth and were not developed later on in life. These complications can include anything from facial abnormalities, complications in the heart, eyes, bones, and the kidneys. An example of a disorder that has been known to display hypertrichosis as well as complications with the kidneys is called Cornelia Delange syndrome. It is considered to be a developmental syndrome that is characterized by specific facial features such as low-set ears, a short height due to a lack of growth before and after the birth, a small nose, a cleft palate, and an overgrowth of hair on the back, um, the eyelashes, and the eyebrows. Those who have been diagnosed with Cornelia Delange syndrome often have behavioral difficulties that complicate social interactions and overall just general communication. Alongside additional complications in hearing, vision, um, heart defects, and sometimes epilepsy, kidney malformations are considered common with this syndrome, um, and more specifically, nephrogenic rests. Nephrogenic rests are part um, of embryonic tissues in the kidneys that should have been discarded after the period of embryonic development. Embryonic development is an early stage of prenatal development as um, the embryo grows and develops, it then becomes a fetus and subsequently a baby. The term nephrogenic comes from the medical term nephron. The kidneys contain around 1 million filtering units called nephrons. Nephrons consist of small tubules and blood vessels. The glomerulus filter is um, one part of the nephron and it filters the blood allowing fluid to enter into the tubules. The tubules then modify the unneeded fluid and it exits the body in the form of urine. Nephrogenic rests are the buildup um, of this, or the buildup of these tissues can result in um, tumors and other t- kinds of kidney malformations. These malformations can lead to serious problems if the kidneys cannot properly filter the waste in the body and can ultimately result in kidney failure. Kidney failure has symptoms um, such as shortness of breath, nausea, confusion, pain, swelling, seizures, and if it's not treated, it can result in death. Those suffering from kidney failure often um, have the option of getting a kidney transplant or dialysis. Dialysis acts as a kind of artificial kidney, and there are two main types, which are hemodialysis and CAPD, which stands for continuous ambulatory peri peritoneal dialysis. Hemodialysis uses a machine that filters the blood um, and then it's returned back into the body. Um, CAPD consists of fluid that is put in um, in the abdominal cavity um, to be filtered as the, la- as the waste leaves abdominal blood vessels and then it's pumped out of the body, the waste is pumped out of the body into a bag where it's discarded. Someone suffering from hypertrichosis with Cornelia Delange syndrome may rely on dialysis as a consistent need 
Um, and this can have a large impact on someone's life as, it, as it's, it's vital to continuously receive um, that type of treatment. So there's been a common trend throughout this podcast series about how different types of medications can result in acquired hypertrichosis, um, which is usually seen in more localized areas. Because congenital hypertrichosis is so rare, acquired hypertrichosis has been more often observed by professionals um, as a side effect. For example, in our last episode, we discussed how some um, vasodilators, which are medications that expand arteries and veins, can result in hypertrichosis. Today, we are going to be discussing a type of medication called chelators. Chelators are a molecule that bind to metals such as copper, lead, or iron. Um, Therefore, chelator drugs are a kind of medication you can take that helps to remove excess metal in the body. Metals such as zinc, iron, and copper are naturally found in the body and actually help our organs function properly by doing things such as aiding in the creation of blood and bones. They also assist um, our respiratory, reproductive, and circulatory systems. However, too much metal in the body can be toxic. Heavy metal toxicity is very dangerous and can have symptoms such as vomiting, diarrhea, shortness of breath, and weakness. Chelator medications help to decrease the amount of metal in the body by binding uh, to metal ions so that they become more stable and also water-soluble, which allows it to be excreted from the body through the kidneys. One specific type of chelator medication that may result in hypertrichosis as a side effect is called penicillamine. Penicillamine is often used to treat a disease called Wilson's disease, um, which is a disease that prevents excess copper from being released from the body, and instead it can build up over time to very dangerous levels. With the use of medications such as penicillamine to treat this disease, copper is released into the bloodstream and then travels to the kidneys where it is filtered from the blood. Um, As previously mentioned, the kidneys contain a lot of filtering units called nephrons. The nephrons filter the blood um, by allowing fluid to enter into the tubules. Then the tubules modify the fluid before it exits the body as urine. So um, someone who might be suffering from Wilson's disease, um, with the use of penicillamine, it can help the body process and dispose of excess copper through the kidneys. Um, There is also a slight chance that someone on this specific type of medication may also experience some um, excess hair as a possible side effect. Another quick diagnosis that I wanted to touch upon um, that can be treated by uh, chelators are kidney stones. Uh, Kidney stones um, are an accumulation of minerals and acid salts that stick together in your urine um, when there is an excessive amount present in the body. They are formed in the kidney and can be very painful um, as they travel through the urinary tract. Symptoms for kidney stones include things like nausea, vomiting, and extreme pain below the ribcage and in the um, abdomen area. Um, The use of chelators can actually help to dissolve and break down the kidney stones so that they can pass through the body successfully and much less uh, pain is felt. So now we're going to switch gears a little bit and we're going to discuss how hypertrichosis relates to the respiratory system. Um, I know we talked a little bit about this in the previous episode, but I just wanted to expand on it a little bit more. Um, So as previously um, mentioned um, in a past episode, 
Some cases of hypertrichosis can present with um, something called gingival hyperplasia. Gingival hyperplasia um, is when the gums grow excessively, um, which usually covers some or all of the teeth. This typically occurs after hypertrichosis has appeared somewhere on the body, and it can cause a multitude of difficulties for those afflicted. Some who have been diagnosed with gingival hyperplasia following hypertrichosis have reported complications, including difficulty with breathing. Um, this seems to be due to difficulties and complications with proper inhalation through the mouth um, uh, and or discomfort in the mouth due to extreme overgrowth of the gums. Discomfort may also be caused by the inability to maintain proper oral hygiene because um, some or all of the teeth are not accessible due to the fact that the gums have grown over top of them. Um, this may result in difficulties um, opening the mouth um, which is, of course, necessary for breathing, um, as well as speaking and chewing. So although there have been multiple, multiple reports uh, stating the connection between hypertrichosis and gingival hyperplasia, the cause as to why the two seem to occur simultaneously um, in some patients is still a mystery. So hopefully in the future, um, ongoing research about the connection between the two will solve some of these answers. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to my fourth and final episode of this podcast series all about hypertrichosis. It has been a pleasure to help shed some light on this uncommon disorder. And as always, I hope you learned something new today, um, as well as over these past couple of weeks. Thanks again and have a great day.